Hello, hello, and welcome to the Bellingham Real Estate Podcast. I'm Paul Balzotti. I'm here with Eric and Bree Green. Welcome, you guys. Thank you. And Eric and Green, Eric and Bree Green are <laughs> um, the real estate team with John L. Scott Real Estate. They also own the Greenhouse Furniture and Home Store. Today, we're going to talk about staging, and we're going to talk about your guys' journey into offering staging services um, to your clients, but then also to other realtors. We're also going to offer some staging tips. So, um, and some insights. So if you're considering selling your home in the next few years, um, you know, just some insights to kind of think about as you're prepping your home for sale too. So let's first just jump into your guys's background. So Eric, how long have you been in real estate? Yeah. So I got my real estate license, uh, in 2001. So I've been doing it for 21 years now. Yeah. Um, yeah. 21 years. And so, and you were what, 14, 15, <laughs> how old were you? I, yeah. Yeah, fifteen. Yeah. Years old. So, but but legitimately, were you like nineteen though? No, I was uh, twenty-one. Oh, twenty-one. Okay. Yeah. So, so you're just a couple years older than me, and I started when I was twenty-one too. Yeah. And so when I started when I was twenty-one, um, here, um, you were the youngest other guy there. You were yeah. must have been twenty-three then, probably. And, yeah. And yeah. um, and so that was we were like the two young, yeah, you know, bucks. And we're still here, which is awesome, right? And um, and then Bree, how long have you been in real estate? Uh, almost five years now. Almost five years. And how yeah. long have you owned the greenhouse? Almost five years. So that is a busy year for you. It was. It was a really busy year. And then didn't you guys also get married that year? We too? did. We did. Yeah. We got married that's that a, year that's too. A, that's an unbelievable year to We're buy a business, mm-hmm. to get your real estate license, mm-hmm. and to get married. Yep. Um, and the greenhouse, obviously, how long is in the greenhouse? The history of the greenhouse, It's a, it's been there forever. Um, We're going to have our 50th anniversary actually this wow, year. Wow. Yeah. That is so cool. Yeah. So let's, so you, you, now you have a furniture and home store, you're a real estate team. When you bought the furniture store, it didn't offer staging services. Obviously that's been something and you know, that's evolved. So Eric, what, how did that evolve? How did you guys start offering staging services to begin with? Uh, so basically we just started out just, just staging my listings only. Right. I mean, cause you know, it takes quite a bit of inventory and we did, you know, without taking it off the showroom floor and, you yeah, know, you know, staging several houses, we just kept it real simple and we're just staging my listing. So, mm. um, you know, just uh, showcasing our furniture in our listings not only helped our our product, you know, showcase our products in these houses, it also just you know, really dialed in the homes and the the value of the house. That, so the house right. value is going up because you're doing it. Right? Yeah, it was amazing. Yeah. 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 And you were getting a lot of questions too. I think when the homes that we staged from other realtors, just who did your staging? Oh, yeah. 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 And so then, so you're doing them in your own home and then how did you, or I'm sorry, in your own listings. Mm-hmm. And then how does that evolve from, so it's like Eric and Green, Green, Team Eric and Bree Green Team, the Green Team, the, the Green Team. No, it's the Dream Team. He the Dream Team. Yeah, so the Dream Team, the Wacom Dream. What's your? Uh, what's your? Isn't that? Wasn't your Insta Insta handle? Is it still? I did, yeah, Wacom Dream Homes. Wacom Dream yeah. Homes yeah. at Wacom Dream Homes. You Check it Wacom out. Dream Check Homes. it out. So, uh, so you're offering staging for your listings. Yeah, and so it's this exclusive thing that you guys are doing as a partnership with Greenhouse. How did that expand into now? You're offering staging for clients for realtors how did that evolve yeah so um it kind of just started out with uh you know other agents showing our listings you know asking wow who did the staging uh 
you know, how do, how do we get this level of staging in our listings? Um, and then of course, just kind of word of mouth uh, that way. And then um, Bree got uh, asked to be on uh, HGTV. Yeah, that's yeah. right. For some staging and just blew up. So, so. tell us about HGTV, Bree. What was the story there? <laughs> I think that's a whole nother podcast. Yeah, actually, yeah, that's, true. that's a whole nother <laughs> podcast. Uh, stay tuned. Uh, no, so for and that really helped us because I never wanted to enter into the staging um, and have every home look the same. I wanted to make sure that we had enough inventory where we could really still showcase every home's unique personality um, and just give it that. So when HGTV approached me uh, to be part of season one and then consequently season two. Um, I was able to build that inventory. We did 23 episodes total. And after doing uh, all of season one, season two, I felt like confident we could we could launch this to Whatcom County and offer staging for everybody, still showcasing every home, you know, is just, you know, as unique as a home is and not just having the same, you know, repeat inventory over and over again. Yeah, because that's what most staging companies do is they'll have two or three sets of, of furniture. And it doesn't matter if it's a modern home or a farmhouse home you're kind of getting whatever they have and it is really unique and cool that you guys are taking you have this unlimited essentially in some senses well limited with supply right now but that's another story too but um but almost unlimited amount of just things at your disposal to create curate super cool staging so that takes me to my next question which is how would you define staging versus just decorating right great question um and I get that a lot actually during our home consults that I'll do for staging. So I always tell the consumer that staging is different than how you live in your home. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times, you know, as a homeowner, you get this personal attachment. And my job as, as staging is to make sure and remove your personal attachment from the home and really curate that personal attachment then for the buyer that's coming in. And the buyer that comes in may not be the same, you know, person or lifestyle that the homeowner is. And so it's really just depersonalizing it for the homeowner and creating that look, really focusing first on pictures, first and foremost, and making sure that the photos bring the, um, you know, the buyers in the home, followed by then just their emotion. It's going to tug at their heartstrings. Yeah. So, but you do, you do interior decor. Well, you'll, you'll go in as a, yeah, an interior decor. You'll go in and do design consultations for people who want to buy your furniture just as a greenhouse owner. So that is truly a completely different conversation totally different when you're coming in for staging yep and um is it is that also kind of a situation where so somebody says you know it's a living room and it's like you mentioned the photos that makes a lot of sense because it's all about the photos and it's all about drawing people in like you said so is that kind of like okay i have this living room and functionally wise they live a certain way so they want to have things this way and they want to have this piece here and this piece here but for what would look coolest for the picture yep. and what would look not necessarily coolest, but what would look best and enhance the space the most is a totally different. It's totally different. Yeah. You know, it doesn't matter where the TV goes right. when you're staging, right? You're cultivating <laughs> that emotion. Or is there a TV at all? Or is there a TV at all? Exactly. <laughs> yeah. So it, it really removes the functionality from the question mark, you know, of like how the, does this function and live for the home with first and foremost is we got to get um, the buyers into the home through pictures and video and then having them fall in love with the home when they see, you know, wow, this is even better than the pictures. It's even better than the video. Yeah. And just really building on that. But um, totally different from a functionality standpoint. A lot of times buyers aren't actually looking at the practicality of the home. They're just looking for that emotion to happen of just falling in love with the home. They're also yeah. not worried about where the TV is going to go. You yeah. Know? Yeah. And I mean, we're talking staging and 
Eric, I remember that, you know, when you guys first went down this rabbit hole of, of offering these services on all of your listings, um, I remember you saying to me, like, this is it. I, every, all my listings, this is what we're doing. It's just such a no brainer. Um, how was that transformation when with your listings? I mean, you, you were, I mean, you were occasionally like before, let's say 10 years ago, eight years ago, you maybe helped a couple people right. hire a stager or something. But how did your how did you kind of get rewired through this whole process as a realtor, right? Well, yeah, it's just it's just trying it out and seeing the results. I mean, yeah. it's it's uh, the results speak for themselves. I mean, you do it once and it turns out amazing, so you try it again and yeah. you get the same result. And you know, we've we've done so many houses now, and it's it's the same story. Yeah, you 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 know, it's it's one of the be- best things you can do is stage your house, you get the most ROI for your investment. And well, and you, you mentioned uh, when you were talking about before that the, when you come in and do your initial analysis and then she comes in. Yeah. 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 So like more often than not, when I do the consultation with the homeowner, I'll, you know, give them kind of a basic list price and more of a conservative list price, I sure. guess, so that they're, you know, just not getting their hopes up for one because, right. you know, and, and, and being honest. And then, um, yeah, more often than not by, you know, the time that Bree is maybe halfway through yeah. staging the house and our team is, you know, that, that list price, I'm going, oh, wow. Yeah. This feels really good. I think we should bump that list price up. And then not only that, every, every house that we're doing is, is going over asking price. Yeah. On top of that. So. so it's literally changing your evaluation of the value. Yeah. It's <laughs> it's night and day. It yeah. really is. And, yeah. it, and still, I'm still not like, I'm yeah. still impressed by right. each and every house we're getting. Staged, right. So. It's still coming out better than what you condition yeah. because your brain can only, everybody says, oh yeah, well, you know, you could, you can, I can visualize it. I can visualize it, but they can't really visualize it the way. It's hard. That, you it's know. really hard until you see it and you feel it. It's, yeah. it's hard. Yeah. Yeah. And I think in today's market, you know, everybody kind of looks at it maybe uh, maybe if there's, you know, individuals out there that say, I don't need staging because my home's going to sell. It's a seller's market. Right. I think that there's that also um, just the point that I always like to make is you're working with a lot of buyers that are fatigued, buyers that have been out there and maybe missed out on a couple homes. And so they're coming at it, looking at it. And really what you want to have is that emotional attachment that the buyer has when they walk into your home realizing that, oh my goodness, this is even better than the pictures in the video that I saw, falling in love with it and saying, this is the home. I want to put all my eggs in this basket. And really, you know, this, I can't miss out on another one. This is the one. And cultivating that just emotional response and trigger from the buyer is really important. I mean, it's still, even in a seller's market, it makes a difference. And it's not just a small difference. It's, it's a significant difference. You're always getting your money back. Yeah. And then some. Because if you're wowing them, if they're just if they go from liking it to loving it, then yeah, they're gonna go, okay, you know what? We'll go a little higher than we plan on going on this yeah. offer. And you bring up a really good point. I just had this conversation with somebody the other night where they were talking about real estate firms and real estate companies and any and somebody asked me, like, well, you know, I could see how all the things you guys do, all the marketing, all the all the extra services you're offering, that's really great for when the market slows down. But right now, it seems like that seems like a harder pitch right now when things are like when people can sell their house no matter what. And you just made the point perfectly, which is that it's not about whether they can sell their house. It's about how much money they're going to get. And if we can get them 
twenty, thirty, forty thousand dollars if we more if we can get them, you know, five percent over or ten percent over asking price instead of one or two percent over asking price, we're not we're way overpaying or we're way paying for more than we're um, providing our right. ROI for, for them. Yes, our value exactly. proposition is still way higher. So yeah, yeah. So very good. And um and next I wanted to ask you get to some tips for um, anybody listening that might be getting ready to sell their house. Obviously, you know, if they hire the welcome dream team or whatever, <laughs> whatever they, yeah. the green, the, the green team, <laughs> um, but whatever, whatever, if they hire you guys um, for staging and, or just listing and staging, um, they're covered obviously, but let's say that they um, they're going another direction or they're just getting their house ready. They live in another area. What are some common kind of mistakes you see people make getting their house ready to sell? Yeah, that's a great question. I mean, every home, I always like to say, first off, every home is unique. So even tips that I can give it may not fit your exact home or, you know, right. every home is different. Um, for some, maybe less is more. Maybe you have a recently remodeled and updated home. You can showcase the countertops, the backsplash, you know, the flooring, whatnot. Or perhaps you have a home that does need some renovation. And in that case, less sometimes isn't more. It's, it's actually mm. less is less. And mm. you want to, you know, take the eye away to you know, just, just, you know, divert the buyer's eyes, but I mean, you're not trying to hide anything, but you are diverting the buyer's eye and showing them really the potential that can be in this home. Um, another just common thing that I see is just people maybe misjudging the use of, of pictures on the wall, hanging too high or doing too, you know, many bold things or, or whatnot. It, it's really been a variety of challenges. Um, so there's not that people make all sorts of mistakes. Do, yeah. It sounds like there's a lot few. of ways yeah. people screw it up. And I think the first and foremost, like the largest thing that I see over and over again is the homeowner just not removing that emotional, personal attachment to their home yeah. and assuming that whoever buys their home will want to live the exact way they do. Right. Which typically I go in and I try to say, okay, we have one to two buyers that are going to most likely, you know, be the ones to fall in love with your home. And I try to speak towards both of those buyers and really remove all the personalization that the homeowner has with that attachment to the home. Yeah. So, and that includes, so the house already has furniture in it. Mm -hmm. And so it's the depersonalization of it. Then you're talking about also obviously decluttering. Mm -hmm. That's kind of the obvious thing that people know about. Um, but then you mentioned something interesting in there, which is that it's not just decluttering, but if you declutter too much and then you draw too much attention to the wrong things, it might also be kind of highlighting one area of the home versus another area of the home and thinking through that too. That's a really kind of, I, and I've yeah. never really thought about it that way. And um, hanging pictures too high, I probably would do that if I was hanging pictures. So certainly if it's a bachelor, um, they're going to screw that up Always every on, time. Always err on yeah. the side of lower. Yep. Lower on hanging your... Yeah, yeah. furniture. Um, what else? Is there any other kind of um, t closing tips um, or insights you would want to share on people getting their house ready for sale? You know, I think first and foremost, always take down all your personal photos. I think any realtor that goes into the home would say that. So the, you know, just you doing that first, mm -hmm. you know, is just saves a step and saves them something. But also, um, you know, don't be afraid. I think that every home needs staging and that's just kind of how the world is evolving to make sure that your home is kind of just top of the list and, you know, the budget and the range that it is. Don't be afraid of hiring a staging company. You will get your return on your investment. Right. Um, whether that comes, you know, through escrow, you know, the staging companies, including myself, can be paid a variety of ways. Right. Um, so just don't be afraid to, to jump in and take that investment. 
Um, and that includes occupied staging, which means yeah. just even like redecorating yep. um, uh, what you already have, which is which is great. And then um, you also, I used to also say that um, staging was like kind of wanting it to look more like a hotel room. But um, you said also a little where I don't know if it was in this conversation or off air that um, sometimes people can get make it too perfect. Yes. Um, so what would be an example of that? Would it be making it? I mean, because I th- I always thought of a hotel as a good, um, making it look like a hotel room was a good um, kind of example of, is that, would that be a fair example or would you? <laughs> it uh, would. And you know, it, again, it kind of depends on the home and the personality of the buyer that we're trying to bring into the sure, home. Sure, sure. Um, but for some homes, I feel like the buyer needs to see that comfort and that warmth and that livability. Mm. And that always isn't given through the, you know, hotel rooms can also feel really cold Mm. and and clean, but very, you know, cold and they don't have that livability. And you want this, your home to just, you know, really have that warmth. Um, Maybe it's just lighting the candles before photos and making sure, you know, there's that flicker of light, but really just, you know, bringing in the warmth and is very important, especially now to buyers. That leads me to, you can still call these guys. They'll they're still they're busy, but they're oh, never yeah. too busy. Never. And uh, <laughs> for staging or for real estate services. For, oh, absolutely. absolutely. Yeah. 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 Or if you just need um and what I love about uh the way you work Bree is that you you know um it's you're versatile in that you can help them literally with buying furniture too and kind of hooking them up on like actually furnishing what they're buying. So on the buyer side there's a benefit too. Um and then obviously Eric um having the veteran experience of 21 plus years. Um, very, very good at his job. So thanks for coming on you guys. Thanks for sharing your story and giving some insights. Yeah. And, um, thank you for watching or listening and, um, we'll see you next time. Cheers guys. Cheers.